the real estate market is open. Ramos Design Build is Tampa Bay's premier construction company. This is a program where the real estate experts are live. Whether buying, selling, building, or designing, Ramos has the answers. Now, here's the area's best resource for all things real estate, James Ramos. Welcome to a new edition of the Move With Me radio show. My name is James Ramos. Uh, the show is all about everything uh, design and build, buy and sell, insure, finance, furnish, and maintain. So from time to time, we have guests that speak about construction products, and I'm excited to introduce a lady by the name of Marilyn Myers. How are you doing, Marilyn? Very well, thank you. Marilyn is the COO of Acousta Block. It's a fantastic product, and it's actually founded in Tampa, Florida. That's correct. So welcome to have you, Marilyn. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about it. Um, I know it's a noise-reducing material, so um, you know, give, give us the, the lowdown of how you guys got started and, sure. and what your core um, consumer or, or market is. Lonnie Johnson is the owner and president of the company, and he and I started it. He originally owned well, owned many businesses, but he had an audio-video business, and he wanted to find something that could contain the home theater sound so it wouldn't d disrupt the rest of the house and the other rooms. And we came up with this product. It's a polymer that has density added to it that gives it weight so that it's flexible and dense, and when the sound waves hit it, it excites, for lack of a better description of it, the minerals that are in it and transforms that energy. So it's able to abate the sound that's coming through it, especially in the mid and low frequencies. You put it on the walls and the floors and the ceilings, and you can contain that, that sound within that room. So that's interesting. So he started in the audio-video world, yes. and yes. then obviously he had a lot of concerns because he put fantastic systems in, and, and nobody could... Oh, go to sleep. no doubt. People spend, you know, a quarter of a million dollars on yeah. equipment in these elaborate, beautiful home theaters. But the if he wanted to watch, uh, the husband wanted to watch a movie in the middle of the night, the wife wasn't happy because she was trying to sleep or the kids or whatever. And that was the beginning of our business. It was probably 80% of our business. And then... When we, did you guys get started? Um, 19 years ago. Okay, wow. Yeah. Then we tweaked the formula so that we could pass the UL burn. And now we're certified and approved, classified, to go in all fire-rated walls, floors, and ceilings. So that opened up the door for us to go into the commercial business as well. And I specialize in multifamilies, industrial noise, and commercial noise. And they're all varied. So each day we usually get a challenge that we've never faced before of how in the world do we reduce the sound of this particular equipment or how do we soundproof walls and offices, on and on and on. You know, there are always new challenges, but uh, we've been very successful at it. Yeah, so the sound attenuation, how do you measure it? Sound is measured with decibels. Okay. So you could take a simple noise reader, for lack of a better right. description, or RTA as they're called, and it will measure the loudness of a sound in decibels, but they're all made up of frequencies. So you have a big spectrum of frequencies. Some noises... Uh, like high frequencies do not bother the human ear, but the low frequencies really bother them. And that's because there's a lot of energy that comes with that. They have a long standing wave. And when that wave hits you, it literally vibrates you. If you were at a theater and you saw an action movie and there was a lot of 
guns or bombs or wrecks or something going on, you could feel it on your chest because those are the low frequencies that are hitting you. And those are the ones that are most difficult to abate. They're very difficult to stop. The lower frequencies. That's correct. So it's the base, if you will. So we've used your, I'm a general contractor. We've used your product a number of times. One in particular was a commercial application and it was in a law firm Mm -hmm. and it was protecting sound outside or allowing the sound to not go outside of the conference room right? for obvious reasons. So, and I, they, they were really pleased, but you know, what I come across all the time is, is like you had mentioned with these high end homes, the base really goes through the house, you know, quite drastically, you know, the wife could be all the way across the house in her bedroom sleeping or trying to sleep rather. And then the kids are watching in the movie theater room and you can't hear anything but the thumping of the base, you know, and, and a lot of these movies are fantastic, you know, so the base and, you know, it's, you know, it feels like you're inside the, you know, the action and, and the mom comes out screaming. So, <laughs> well, if, to, to help you understand that sound travels by vibration. So it's going through the structure and all of the studs in the walls, the floor joists, the ceiling joists are all acting like conduits for this sound and it will dissipate with distance. But like you said, you could be two or three rooms over but that sound is traveling through the structure, and then it's becoming airborne wherever the other rooms are at. So the acoustic block is going to go before or on top of those structures, like the studs or the joists, and keep it from getting into it. And that's how we can abate it. Yeah, so what's the myth as far as, you know, I've heard a lot of other builders like me, they're like, hey, we'll put extra insulation you know, with the regular batting mm-hmm. that you would roll, the rolled batting inside the walls, if there's a you know, let's say two bedrooms or a budding, you know, so they end up putting extra insulation. Mm-hmm. I've heard, um, and we've done it in the past too. We've blown in isonine, which is the open f- cell foam, right. but it doesn't really do much from it's a sound be- perspective, you know? <laughs> it's because it's in the cavity. And right. just as I just explained, it's coming through the studs. Well, they're not covering the studs. That's why the exactly. block is doing it. Right. However, I will bring up a point that the insulation is helping dissipate the resonation of an empty stud cavity. So you do need it. Uh, The other myth is that you could add more layers of drywall. But the problem is, is that drywall is rigid and our material is flexible and dense. So it's able to flex and and vibrate and expend the energy, whereas a rigid material cannot do it. So you have a resonation peak and it goes right through it. Yeah, your product is fantastic. So if um, for the listeners out there, you can visit Marilyn and Acousta Block at A-C-O-U-S-T-I-B-L-O-K.com, AcoustaBlock.com, B-L-O-K.com. And we also, on JamesRamless.com, we're going to have a video. I had met Marilyn at the International Builder Show, and they have, y'all had a fantastic booth. And one of the things that I love, I've seen it year over year, you have a boombox, you know, radio, that's setting on a table, and then over it is like a, um, a dome and it has the acoustic block material over it. And, and you walk up to the table and you know, you, you're trying to ask people, well, what is it? What do you guys do? And this, that, or the other, and then you just raise the top of that lid and the, the sound just comes resonating out you know, like, and you hadn't even known, you know, the radio was on full blast, but it's a, it's, it's quite well, a you. great idea. Yeah. And it's an eye catcher or ear catcher rather um, <laughs> yeah. when people are walking by. So you, you guys have been doing that show for a while now, huh? Oh yes. Is it, is it good for y'all? It's very good. It's probably I know our, it's pretty costly. I mean, to, yeah, it is. Yeah. And depending on where it is, you'll right. be in Vegas next year, but we get such a big array of different types of 
people that come. You have architects, you have builders, developers, uh, you've got small contractors, so you, you have quite a mixture of people that would need a material like this. We do other shows like uh, to reach out to the industrial area. We may go to a safety show or something so that we can show them how they can reduce the noise of their noisy equipment to meet OSHA standards. But the International Builder Show is by far our best show. Right. I mean, it's interesting because the average builder who's building a spec home, I mean, these options such as this are just not even offered. You know, and these are the ones where you're going and you pick, you know, select group A, B or C, towel flooring and things like that. So it's really um, tough when it comes to getting out to the consumer. You know, it's sort of like in the, you know, the medical industry with the pharmaceutical drugs, they're actually advertising to the consumer. And then the consumer goes into the doctor and says, hey, how about how about this drug? You know, how about that drug? So, you know, it's kind of a push and pull method. But but it's definitely something that um, that architects have been continually specking. Yes. Yes. Which is which is, you know, great. And I've also spoke with developers like yourself saying, look, you don't understand. This is a great asset to be able to promote or market when you're selling your homes. You can say we've done above and beyond to try to give you a quieter home so that you can enjoy more things to to reduce the noise from the outside, to reduce all kinds of different situations whether they be in the bathrooms or the, right. the home theaters and, and noisy pipes, all of those things. And you can market that and people want it. We do have consumers that find out about us and tell their builders, I want that in my house. Right. So right. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's great because I mean, we, what we do to try to dampen the sound or, or rather it's not about dampening the sound. It's about building a tight home mm -hmm. um, where, where, you know, just like if you're at a hotel, you know, you're not necessarily hearing the neighbors, you know, that are, that are renting or that are um, in the rooms next to you. So we try to put inch and three quarter doors for the most part in all of our homes on the interior, which are typically above standard. Mm -hmm. But, you know, having this, you know, acoustic block is definitely something that, you know, when you walk somebody through the home, they don't necessarily see it, but they can hear the impact and, and what it does, you know, for the sound barrier of the home. Also, one of the things we're going to break in a little bit, but I wanted to mention you had showed me the other day how to dampen sound that's actually outside yes um, which is pretty interesting so tell us a little bit about that for a few seconds and then we're going to break for a commercial okay we fabricate what we call all-weather sound panels and they have absorption and abatement so what they're doing is reducing the noise at the source but also keeping it from going through the panel and you can put those around your eight noisy acs or uh, pool pumps standby generators all of those types of things that even households have, but the neighbors are not too fond whenever they kick in and kick off. Very interesting. All right, we're gonna come back after a few messages here, but ab absorption and abatement. Okay, we're gonna talk about the difference between those two. Uh, but this is the James Ramos. Uh, this is the Move With Me radio show. Uh, my name is James Ramos. You can follow me on Twitter at JRTPA or my website at jamesramos.com. We'll be back after a few messages. Welcome back. This is James Ramos with the Move With Me radio show. I'm here with Marilyn Myers with Acousta Block. Um, welcome, Marilyn. Thank you. Um, we were talking about absorption and abatement. What are the differences between those two as it relates to the sound abatement? Absorption is trying to reduce the amount of sound, particularly in a room. If you walk in and all of the sound waves are bouncing off the walls, floors, and ceilings, they're reflecting off of it and they're amplifying the sound. Okay. So it gets louder. So in the studio here, these, these panels would be considered absorption. That's correct. Okay. Yes. 
but they're not typically dense enough to keep the sound from going through them. So you won't get what we call Got abatement. It. Okay. And that's the abatement. Difference okay, keeps it keeps it from going through. Well, we were we did a show this past week at the coffee bar and and uh, we definitely need both of those absorption and abatement because you could hear the yes. <laughs> the coffee grinder going and the and the espresso machine working and the people, the hustle and bustle of the coffee shop. So Our materials are very popular in restaurants mm-hmm. where you can't even hear the person sitting next to you while you're dining because the sound is so loud. And that's typically because of the way that it's constructed. You want all the beautiful surfaces, but all they're doing is reflecting the sound and there's nothing to absorb it. And they'll put our some of our materials within that, hide it within it by design, and reduce some of that reflective noise. So how do you, okay, so let's say if you're in a home and you have a big family room and there's a grand piano, is it, I mean, people say, hey, put the piano on a, on a carpet or on a rug, you know, I mean, how do you, let's say if it's stone floors, I mean, it echoes like there's no tomorrow. That's a common application, believe it or not. And there's different ways, you don't want to make the room so quiet that it takes all of the quality of the tones away. Right. It's called a dead room. But you would want to put the carpeting down on underneath the piano just to keep it from uh, keeping the sounds pure, shall we say. So that just absorbs it there and not reflecting off of that tile. And you might want to put some absorption around on the walls, but not too much, just to keep some of that reflective sound from amplifying too much and it becoming undistinguishable. You can't tell the notes anymore. So having your product, so your product goes on, let me just explain to the listeners how your product goes on. So it's basically your two by fours and your wall, you know, your studs. Um, You recommend insulating it prior. Okay. So you insulate it with the regular batting that you would have a typical batting. And then your product goes from corner to corner and it comes in four foot rolls. Four and a half. Okay, four and a half foot rolls. So it's it's nailed into the studs. That's correct. And then the sheetrock, and then there's tape. Right. So there's no you know break points. There's, there's right. also um, product that goes behind plugs. That's correct. Or outlets, rather, and mm-hmm. plugs. Um, I'm sorry, outlets and switches. Um, and... Acoustical you know, so caulk to seal a, acoustic, any penetrations that you have. caulk, okay. And, I'm, I might and then interrupt. the sheetrock goes on top. That's correct. It goes directly on top of it. I, I would like to say in some areas, especially like a home theater, we would recommend a mineral wool. We have a product called Quiet Fiber, which is a very high-end type of mineral wool that's made specifically for us. It's hydrophobic, so it means it can get wet and it's not going to be destroyed. And that goes outside of the... No, that would go in the stud cavity instead of oh. your fiberglass and the reason is because over time that fiberglass settles okay and you end up with that empty cavity after all but because of the density of mineral wool it's going to break down those sound waves more efficiently and you actually get more better absorption in the mid and low frequencies from mineral wool than you do with fiberglass now will it make the sound in the room better or is it just keeping sound outside of other rooms it's predominantly meant to keep the sound from going through the walls okay it's interesting. Contractors will always tell me they'll put the acoustic block up, and before they put the drywall up, they say it's very eerie because it's so quiet in that room that you don't hear any reflection, and it's kind of, they say it's odd. And I said, yeah, right. it takes out all the ambient noise. That's why. Yeah. But once you put the drywall up, then it becomes a little reflective, and you, your sound comes back. Interesting. So we have a couple questions from the listeners out there. So why are noise-reducing materials important for one's home and commercial project? stress. The more noise that you have, it becomes an irritant to you. And there's so many articles that are being written now. I mean, 20 years ago, when we first started this company, it was, 
you're like beating your head up against a brick wall because nobody particularly cared about noise. But it's becoming such an issue now that it's a health issue. And you've got to have them in hospitals. We work a lot with hospitals to keep the privacy from one room to the other. Within homes, uh, like you said, you want to keep peace in the house. If somebody wants to watch a movie in the middle of the night, you don't want everybody else to be upset about it or your neighbors. Yeah, for sure. And then what attributes make your product stand out against your competitors? Because we take up so little space, our material is only an eighth of an inch thick. And because it's UL classified, and predominantly it's because it's so effective against the mid and low frequencies, which I've said time and again that that's difficult to abate, that we stand out. Uh, all of our tested wall assemblies and any of our products that we've used, utilized this have very high ratings as far as abatement. Yeah, so talk about the UL classification. What does that mean to the average person? That means you don't want to put a plastic behind your walls that if your house ever caught on fire, it would you know, right. burn up and also set off all, all these gases. So from a commercial application, you guys are the only ones that have the UL certification? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, there may be some other products that are coming out. Everybody's trying to ride on our coattails right. these days. Right. But you, we are UL classified and approved to go on all fire rated walls, floors, and ceilings. So if you're in a hotel, you'd have to use our product. You couldn't use something that did not have that UL classification. Got it. And then flooring. Tell us how, how your product would be effective with flooring. Because we do have a lot of complaints. If we build... Um, typically, the second floor is built on a you know regular floor system, a wood truss floor system, um, and we've put the cork underneath, you know, for reasons, you know, whether it's on a condo or a house, we put the cork mm-hmm. underneath, in between the plywood and the wood floor. Um, we've we've done a number of different things. You still hear the steps, right? Impact sound is very difficult to abate. It's almost the nemesis, you know, of sound abatement. I mean, even some condos that, that are a concrete That's you know, floors, you can right. still hear that. So it's, so it is very difficult, right? It, it is difficult, yeah. but ours is used successfully, as I told you, in custom homes and in multifamilies. My preference on a wood uh, joist would be to go over the joist before you put the subfloor down. Then you break that mechanical link because once again, it's going, vibrations are coming through and amplifying through the plywood going into the joist. That's why if before you have put any flooring down, if you put a child up on the second floor and they were running around, it would sound like an elephant was up there because right. the plywood is amplifying it. So we put it over the joist, it breaks that mechanical link, and then you can put your finished floor on top of it. Again, we'll put a our quiet fiber, uh, four pound density in the, the floor joist, and then put the five eighths drywall under, underneath it. And we've tested our floor. Well, our floor joists are typically 24 inches. So is it is it nailed or screwed or or it's going to stapled a, to the top side or the, the you want to stop it before it gets in the structure so it would go on the top side and you would put it on the first joist it would naturally drape because of the weight and you go over the the following joist until you come to the end of the run and then you attach it again and butt up the next row and do the same thing then and you then put, you put the acoustic block on top that's what I'm talking about. You put okay, the acoustic okay. block on top. Okay, yeah. got it. Because of the weight, it's. Yes. And then what's it, what is the mesh that you were saying? What do you put in the? That that would be cell? like if you put uh, insulation, your batting okay. in your joist. That's what I'm putting in it. But I'm putting a specific density. I'm putting a four pound density because got it's it. got like a 0.86 absorption rate, and that impact is a low frequency. And that just sits on the top side of the ceiling. Yes. Up, up that's for the first floor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, and those come in just like um, 
bat, regular you typically fiberglass put a six, bats? Well, yeah, they come in, we sell them in sheets. Okay. And because we use it in our floors and our walls, you can get it 16 inches or okay. 24 inches. Oh, nice. And okay. six feet long, and they just slide up in there. And you just roll them in. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Another question we got in, so how do you reduce outside noise? Again, as we were talking, you have different types of noise. We have two products that we use. One's called Acousta Fence that you would attach to an existing fence uh, or chain link fence or wooden fence, and it's going to be a line sight barrier. So if you've got traffic noise, you could put this up, and we are very careful. We ask a lot of questions to make sure it's going to work for you first. But it's, it's going to reduce the sound that's coming from that source. We, have, we do it a lot with kennels and dog parks because of all the running and the dog barking and everything else. It's very popular. Then also we have, as I was discussing earlier, our all-weather sound panels that you can put around pool pumps, air conditioners, standby generators, and they're going to abate and absorb the sound. Very cool. So... So what are you guys' aspirations as far as, um, you know, growth? Are you growing more in international waters or? Oh, we've been in international areas. since almost so day one, day I think. One, huh? uh, yeah, I sold to Hong Kong our first year in business. Oh, nice. It was, That's yeah, and I be said, exciting. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was fun. So we, we've been selling all over the world. And, you know, our, our plan is to quiet the world. So we're yeah. trying to grow, <laughs> and we are growing. We're motto. very happy the economy is doing well. I see it on your card well. now. That's great. Quieting the world. Very cool. And then as far as your, your look on, on residential, you guys are staying strong there? Yes. Good deal. People well, like you. Yeah. Well, Marilyn, so nice to have you. My name is James Ramos. This is the Move With Me radio show. We talk all things um, real estate, so construction products all the way to um, finance and insurance and maintaining homes and designing and buying and selling homes. So I'm here with Marilyn Myers with AcoustaBlock. You can visit her at AcoustaBlock.com. It's a Tampa-based company, and you guys are um, fantastic. You're growing internationally like there's no tomorrow. Um, you've been around for over 19 years, so I want to thank you for your visit, and um, and uh, have a great week. Well, thank you for having me. All right, we'll be back after these messages. Thank you very much. This is James Ramos.